and welcome to this No Frills Reaction Podcast, direct from Ibrox. Well, one of us is at Ibrox. I am at the Daily Record offices, but Mark McDougall is outside the ground having watched Rangers demolish Kilmarnock 5-0, where Alfredo Morelos grabbed himself, not a hat-trick, but four goals in an astonishing performance. Mark, what was the game like? Uh, well, like I say, Rangers really dominated, but they all changed after the red card. I mean, I know Rangers were in front by that stage, but Kilmarnock were playing well at that time. They they had a couple of chances, but then the red card just changed the game completely. And it was a stone wall red card. It was it was clear as day. There was an elbow used by Blackman. Because that's... Just to interrupt, Mark, there's been a lot of controversy already. Videos doing the rounds. And I have to say, poor quality videos. Yeah. Yeah, no, you could see it. I mean, he lifts his elbow. It might not be a, a really bad one where he throws his elbow into his face, but he lifts his elbow hits him in the face, knows what he's doing. It's a red card all day long. Uh, it was one of the few decisions the referee got right on the night, but, you know, it was a definite red card and Kilmarnock just have to accept that. Did you get a sense that he pushed his elbow out? Is that what it was? The action yeah. of, of the goalkeeper yeah, he that he, he flicked his elbow towards the face of the Rangers player? Yeah, definitely. I mean, the, you could, I suppose you could have an argument under these new weird rules that it was petulance or whatever, but... He lifts his elbow, he puts it into Glenn Kamara's face. It's a red card all day long for me. We can't go on much longer without talking about Alfredo Morelos, Mark. He was obviously massively missed in the last two games. It was just so obvious for all to see. He comes back in and what an explosive return. to to watch. How how, how good was he tonight? He was was at his very best. There There was absolutely no stopping him. I don't think... It mattered who Kilmarnock had the centre back tonight. He was bullying them. He was all over them, and he was scoring his goals. Uh, he was he was just winning balls that he had absolutely no right to win at all. There was one in the first half where he set up Scott Arfield for a great chance. I still don't understand how Arfield missed, but Stephen O'Donnell had the ball. He was shielding it out of play, and Morelos just sprinted about ten fifteen yards, won it back, clean as anything. It was just fantastic, but a play from him set up Arfield and he missed it. But there was three or four times in the game where. Kamarnock defenders had the ball and he just had no right to get it. He was well away from it. Kamarnock were comfortable and all of a sudden Morelos is nipping in and stealing the ball. It was, it was one of the best all-round striking performances I've seen in a long, long time for Rangers. Yeah, the last time I can recall a player scoring four goals at Ibrox at the top level in Scottish football, either in a Scottish Cup tie or um, in the league was, was Michael Malls uh, with a performance against Motherwell that lives long in the memory. And it sounds like this one is going to be the same. Mark, I put out a tweet earlier on where I said I felt that Alfredo Morelos should be the player on the, the player of the year based on what we've seen so far. Would you disagree with that? No, 100%. He's, he's, I think Cameron Gregor is the only person who is close to him in Scottish football right now. I think the two of them are far and away the best players in the country. And yeah, Morelos just does it week in, week out. That's 27 goals for the season now. It's just a sensational bit of form. Especially when you think of how many games he's missed. Exactly, he's missed quite a few. Well, I think that's I think that's six he'll have missed after Sunday. Uh, and, you know, it's just, it's, it's incredible to look at his, his stats. He's, he's not only that, he sets up a lot of chances too. He sets up a lot of goals. Uh, I mean, he's just, he's just an absolute joy to watch when he's in top form. Yeah, and the difference he makes to this Rangers side is is so tangible, isn't it? Um, the, the difference in terms of um, the kind of balls they can play in have to be a lot more precise when you've got Jeremy Defoe up there. But Alfredo Morelos, he'll win things that you should never, ever win as a striker. And uh, on top of that, he's improved his finishing to, to a situation whereby 
he's probably the best finisher in Scotland now. Yeah, I would agree with that, definitely. I think when Jermaine Defoe plays, uh, the Rangers team needs to be a lot more accurate with their passes. They need to get right to his feet, whereas Morelos will just chase lost causes all day. Uh, he just improves them so much. Uh, Ryan Kent as well. Like When Morelos is playing, Kent is just a completely different player. He was beating players left, right and centre again tonight, where you didn't really see that on Saturday because at the end of the day, St. Johnston knew he's the only put every player on him whereas Kamarnock had to deal with Morelos and Kent and it, it just changes the whole game uh, but you know, Rangers could probably count themselves lucky that they weren't behind early as well when with that tackle from Joe Worrell and Eamon Brophy the, again there's some videos on Twitter where it looks like it maybe went down a bit easy but for me it was a stonewall penalty at the time and I've not seen anything to change my mind yet but that was a really really poor decision and Rangers got away with one there but yeah, you know, certainly Mark overall. Certainly, Mark, listening to the commentary um, that was coming out of Rangers TV tonight, uh, the the commentator um, certainly felt that it was a it was a it was a lucky one that Rangers got away with, with regards to Joe Worrell, um, based on his commentary there, and um, there was also a bit of uh, discussion about Candias, Daniel Candias, who made a, a strong tackle. Um, yeah. Later on in the game, was that was that one that you felt that um, they perhaps got away with one? Yeah, uh, later on in the game, the one in the first half when Greg Taylor is it? You mean yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yes, yeah. Because uh, there was there was a couple of Candias and Greg Taylor tackles, but the one in the first half, you know what? I thought from where I was sitting could easily have been a red card. Mm. Uh, it's just Greg Taylor's played the ball away. Candias has went flying in. I don't think there's any malice in it, but he's he's left the ground. The studs have caught him, and for some reason, again, Alan Muir waved play on and said it wasn't even a free kick. But uh, yeah, I think I got lucky with that one, but. Perhaps um, an example of how fired up Daniel Candias was. He's been criticised um, for not being quite at it in the last couple of games, but by all accounts tonight, he was challenging Morelos for man of the match. And when you're challenging somebody that's banged in four goals, you must be doing something right. Yeah, yeah, he was he was really good. His deliveries were were well improved on what they have been in recent weeks. Uh, he was fighting for everything. He was involved in everything that Rangers did that was good. Uh, he, he just played really well. He's back to the Daniel Candace that Rangers fans love. He's just all action, knows what he's doing, puts some good balls into the box. His delivery for Morelos' second was just exquisite. It was put it right onto his head, well beating three or four defenders at the same time. Uh, but yeah, having, having Morelos were probably the best players, but Glenn Kamara as well, who's just outstanding in midfield. Well, yes, I was going to come on to him because I thought he was the one player at St. Johnson that stood out as someone who was prepared to take the ball and show a bit of bravery. And while he's been at Dundee, Mark, I've always felt that he's a player that just has the Rolls-Royce look about him at that level. Now, it was going to be a yeah, big exactly. step up to play at Rangers, but um, two games in, he's looking like a shrewd bit of business, isn't he? Yeah, he definitely is. I mean, he was just... He just seemed to find space no matter where he was in the pitch. And I know what Kilmarnock's midfield like, especially before the red card, Malimbu, Dicker and uh, Malimbu, Dicker and Power. Uh, they were on top of everything that Rangers was doing, but Kamara was still managing to find wee pockets of space to pick up the ball from the defence, set up attacks. Uh, when Dicker then went back into centre-back, he was still doing it. Uh, Tishbola came on and he he's the same sort of player, so it was difficult for Rangers to find space in midfield, but Kamara just seemed to do it with ease. Uh, he just looks so comfortable on the ball. His passing's like he misplaced a pass all night. Uh, he's just he, he just did a really good performance. And you know, if, if Morelos hadn't scored four, then he'd definitely have been up there for a man of match award. 
Uh, any other elements of the game that stood out to you, Mark? Obviously, I was uh, listening to the commentary and grabbing the bits that appeared on social media, so I haven't actually been able to sit down and watch the game properly yet, but I will do that uh, in time for me sitting down with Scott McDermott uh, tomorrow at some point. Um, but for you, from your point of view, was there any other standout performances or yeah, any I, other incidents worthy I, of debate? I think standing out for a bad reason was probably born a Barisic. I mean, I just don't understand what's happened to him and since the turn of the year. I mean, I know he had the injuries, but since he's came back in January, he's just not looked the same player. He just doesn't look confident at all. His crossing's really sloppy. Uh, there was one stage in the first half when Ryan Kent was sprinting down the left. Barisic went to go in the overlap, but Kent told him straight away, don't do it. You could see him clearly saying it. And then just ran into each other and Kent was absolutely raging at him. But, uh, yeah, he just doesn't look confident on the ball, off the ball. He just looks like he's really struggling right now. And I don't know how Gerard gets him back to the player that he showed he was in the two games for Osijek and in his early stages. Uh, because, you know, Andy Halliday came on again tonight, won the ball midfield to start the attack for his own goal. And he just he looked really much more comfortable at left-back than Barisic did in the 73 minutes before that. And... That's got to be a big worry for Jared. Okay, Mark, thanks for that. I'll let you get up the road to your beddy buys. I know that you'll be tired since it's past your bedtime. <laughs> uh, so uh, probably want to get a beer, don't you, by about now? Oh, definitely, I'll be going home and get a beer. Oh. Very much need it after tonight. <laughs> okay, mate. Right, well, uh, we'll be back tomorrow. As I say, I'll be on with uh, Scott McDermott at some point uh, in the afternoon. Uh, until then, thanks for listening.
Hoje é 